was I just hyping this up? Is this going to be as good as I remember? I cracked it open a couple weeks ago. No, it must have been much longer because I didn't get to taste it. Okay, well then a so month before or two. I had wit must have been. No, it was a no. It was in November. Anyway, I don't know why you didn't get to have it. Maybe what? I, sorry. What? Uh, anyway, I cracked it open and it was incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're holding out on me. This is the final call for me. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 308. With each resident drinking an amazing 43.6 gallons of beer per year, North Dakota drinks more beer per capita than any other state, followed closely by New Hampshire and Montana. Hmm, what else are you going to do in those states? Beers and backpacks. Sometimes that's the only two travel companions that you need. And I can tell you from experience that my Tortuga backpack has carried quite a lot of beer in it over the last couple years, especially in 2017 when I became a bit of a beer snob. So if you are looking for the best travel backpack, one that can carry beer, but can also carry your luggage and, you know, other important things like clothes and passports and, you know, all that other stuff that comes with traveling, and you're looking for one that is still a carry-on size, go on over, check out tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, because that'll get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who is not wearing an Eagles jersey. My <laughs> wife and constant travel companion, Heather, we have got to change this. I know. We need an Eagles jersey for me and for Whitaker because they're going to the Super Bowl. That's right. As we record this, the Eagles just came off there. Dominating NFC Championship performance. If you don't like football, sorry. Good talk football for just a second here. Super excited. I'm rocking my uh, Kelly Green old school Eagles jersey as we record it. Oh, man. What it's a, an what exciting a time. It's what an exciting night. time. Whitaker's first Super Bowl has his home team, like his team. I, I mean, his team because it's your team. My family's from New England, so I'm not uh, going to okay. say anything uh, about that. Stop. But <laughs> Let's just stop this conversation. As I told Whitaker this morning... If he was a Pats fan, he would be on the street. On I don't the care street, that he's three so months old. That's so harsh. Too bad. Harsh. Too bad. Wow. Anyone but he the Pats. He better like the Eagles. Um, so here we go. We Guys, we are doing our year in review podcast. As you know, you've probably seen the title of it. We're going to be talking our best beer here. So if you're listening to this episode, either you really, 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 really like us and don't care anything about beer, but just want to hear all our podcasts, <laughs> which is cool. Thanks for being here. Maybe we'll convert you to beer. Or you're like, I really love beer. And then you're like, you're going to want to know about and these beer spots I think we all can over call, the world. I think we can call 2017 the year of beer because it's 2015. We like getting beer here and there. Yeah. 2016, we started getting more into craft beer for sure. 
2017 became the year where things got a little nutty. Like <sighs> Which... we would we would make our way to like we would take trips to mm. just to go to breweries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am now trading mm-hmm. beer with yeah. people on the You're internet. You're insane. You're absolutely insane. And I have to say that it is unfortunate that nine months of last year I was pregnant, but I more than made up for it. As soon as we had Wit on October 29th, we went to a brewery like when he was five days old. So Wit is now, um, Wit, he's 12 weeks old yeah. and he has been to, I believe at this last count, 12 breweries. He's averaging Woo! a brewery a week, a different <laughs> brewery, not yeah. like, oh, we're going to the same, yeah. 12 different breweries. So Absolutely. this kid is going to be setting some sort of world record here. Um, so we've got a lot of beer talk. We've had a lot of good beer experiences this past year, um, spent some time in some phenomenal beer cities, Portland, Oregon, Vancouver, believe it or not, Barcelona had some good beer. That's going to find their way on our list. So if you guys are listening, we're going to hop into this in just a second. Um, And we're going to nerd out on beer, which is great and fun. I do want to mention that this is part of our year in review series. So if you guys are just tuning in for the beer one, you have no idea what's going on. Every year we do a year in review. This year, it has multiple parts. So part one was our travel stats, everywhere we slept, everywhere, how many miles we went, all that kind of stuff. Part two is our travel superlatives. So it was our best accommodations, cheapest accommodations, you know, most unexpected thing, all that kind of great stuff. Part three is our best meals. That's a super fun episode. Part four is a good time. Best coffee and wine. So if you like your alcohol, but you don't necessarily like your beer, you can listen to that. Although Heather was pregnant, she's the wine expert. So there's not as much about (laughs) wine on there as there is on beer. Part five was then our best dessert. Super fun. Here we are, part six, our best beer of 2017. And then we're going to roll into our best experiences. That's going to be coming out shortly, as well as our travel wish list for 2018. So without further ado, Heather, I mean, it's only fair. It's only fair that I... Got to drink more beer than you. And it's mm-hmm. not fair, but I mean, I got to drink more beer than you because you're pregnant. Uh-huh. Definitely not fair. That's not the fair part. But I think that then means that I should have maybe one or two extras on here. Usually when Absolutely. we do these lists, we have the same number. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what's on each other's list. This time, I've got a few more because I drank a lot more beer and went to other places. But we still don't know what is on each other's list, which is what makes it super fun. So without further ado, let's get into it. I have 12. How many do you have on your list now? Because I see you like furiously typing and adding some <laughs> well, stuff Well, because in. when you said that Wood had been to that many breweries, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that brewery. So I actually have 11. All right. So you've got 11. I've got 12. You um, have one more. I do have some honorable mentions. Can I start with those? Yes, absolutely. So and I know last episode on the desserts, neither of us gave honorable mentions. That might be a first time on a list episode we've never given an yeah, honorable mention. Yeah, that's crazy. But can I... Can I Go and give one really quick for the dessert one. Uh, <laughs> I ate cannabis ice cream at this oh place called gosh. Lolita. I didn't know what she told me it was, so I tried it, and it was very, it was interesting. It wasn't a bad flavor. It kind of tastes like cinnamon. Anyway, uh, the ice cream at Lolita in Slovenia was not very good, but the cannabis one was interesting. Anyway, my honorable mentions for beer. Two places. Hat, they both start with T's. And they both are abbreviated to TH if you are a tra- if you're a trader on a beer website, which makes oh it a little difficult. Oh my word, you're such a nerd. So um honorable mention number one, Treehouse up in Massachusetts. This is the highest rated brewery in the United States. They make phenomenal beer. We have tried to go before. Um they used to be in a smaller facility, now they're in a bigger facility. Fantastic beer. The only reason it's honorable mention is they they focus mostly on canning right now, and sometimes you can you can go and they won't even have drafts on. We were able to get one draft. So anyway, it's just the fact that it's a it's great beer. 
cool experience. We finally got to go to it and buy cans, but it's not right now when we went at the end of 2017, a full tasting room. So you can't go and taste all their amazing beers. They only have certain cans on it at at certain times. I understand why because of the demand and all that, but still an awesome place. Um, So Treehouse, honorable mention. Wow, that's only an honorable mention? Got a lot of good beer experiences. Listen, you know, okay, that's fine. It's obviously on my list. And that's, I'm not going to say it's not fair, but I didn't get to go to like 50 billion breweries well, and taste have, them. Okay, so that's why we're doing the show together. I know, but mine is like, Treehouse uh, is on there. Another honorable mention, Tired Hands. I think Tired Hands is on your list. So we're going to wait to talk about oh, that. Oh my good so God, gonna, these are your honorable mentions? I am going to roll honorable Mentions? These are my top twelve beer experiences. Holy top cow. twelve beer experiences, right. not necessarily breweries, but most are right. top ten, top twelve beer experiences. Oh, of I, I thought it was breweries, but I beer guess it could be experiences. Beer experiences. Right, um, my number twelve is Foam in Burlington, Vermont. So okay, Foam was a really that was a very cool brewery. Foam, really cool brewery, makes some really crazy sours. Um, lots of hazy IPAs, so we are big fans of the hazy IPA, as is everyone nowadays. The New England style, if you're calling it that, I just like to shorten it to hazies. Hey, you got hazies. hazies. This is a good hazy. Um, foam, <laughs> cool little spot, cool building, and you're right there on the water in Burlington, Vermont. Definitely my favorite brewery in Burlington. They've got a pretty cool craft beer scene. Definitely worth the trek up if you're in the area, just to, to go to Foam and a few of the other ones. Um, just a, a great, great brewery, Foam. Um, I'd like yeah, to go foam back. Foam isn't even on my list. Oh, there you go. You must have. But I wasn't allowed to drink there, so I mean, I am at a disadvantage, only have... being allowed to drink for three Th- months no out of the year. No one's upset with you. It's totally fine. <laughs> okay. You don't have to get defensive. All right, you have eleven, so go with your eleven. Number eleven. All right. So my number eleven. I mean, I don't know if it would make the list on a, a non-pregnant year, but garage in Barcelona. It this was is a cool my number spot. eleven. Get out. How does this happen? Okay, I don't guys. Know. Seriously, we don't talk about these lists beforehand at all. So when we've been to maybe 80 places where we drank beer and it's the same number, pretty weird. It is very Garage strange. Brewery in, <laughs> in Barcelona. Barcelona. All right. Pretty good beer. It was fun. Like fun spot. We went did we only go the one time? We went once. And it was late at night, so it was just really crowded and like kind of fun, cool vibe there. And the beer was good. Yeah, Barcelona's good. beer scene okay. Obviously, there's not going to be anything that compares when, when we talk about craft beer to the United States, uh, other than if you're talking Belgium and you, and you like going there. You know, we're in the UK. Nothing is going to compare to the US craft beer scene at this point because it's just so far ahead because there's so many places and there's just more and more every single you know day. But Barcelona has an interesting beer scene. It's growing. Garage was my favorite brewery in Barcelona, but I did have a really great beer experience in Barcelona that's even higher on my list. So we're going to talk about that as we go. But some cool breweries in Barcelona. Um, listen to our Barcelona Destination Diary episode because I talk about a bunch of different ones that we went to, including like this tiny one that only fits five people. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that one. Including this one that was like out by the Camp New Stadium that was a little weird but fun. Oh, I don't remember that um, one, actually. Yeah, we, I tracked you very far for that <laughs> I must one. have blocked um, it out. <laughs> so Barcelona, listen to our Destination Diary Barcelona episode if you're going there and you're interested in beer because we talk a lot more about it. But Garage, great brewery. That was my number 11 as well. 
Cool. How about your number 10? My number 10 is, I guess, more of an experience because it wasn't a brewery. And it was that one IPA I had in Ireland, I think at Dick Max Pub in Dingle. Yeah, McGargles. McGargles. I couldn't remember the name. They I just, knew it was a mix something. I just <laughs> saw on Twitter the other day, they're like, McGargles Brewery has not has just tweeted for the first time in a while. I'm like, McGargles, yeah, that was a that great That IPA beer. was so yummy. I don't know. I would just I had two or three. You had probably three. I got a I mean, little they tipsy. Were, they I, were mean, I was the, just like chugging it back. That in night. Ireland, they give you the tall boys. Like <laughs> they're not skimping on their pints. If you know, in the states, it's like, oh, this is above seven percent. We'll serve it in a ten ounce glass. There, they're like, oh, we're giving you a UK pint. It, it's like 20, 18 ounces. And yeah, and that was such a fun night too. When you talk about experience, we stayed at this great place in Dingle. And the Millen House, and we went out to dinner with the the one of the owners, Stephen, and we went to this great dinner. And then he's like, "We gotta go to a bar and listen to some traditional Irish music." So we went to Dick Max, and I got this IPA. And we had the live music. I mean, it was right in super front of us. fun, yeah. right in front of us. What a fantastic night! You know, three beers in, and it's gonna be fun. But it was especially fun because of the atmosphere and the delicious IPA. Yeah, and then we were. I actually contacted McGargles because I was oh, looking yeah. to do more craft beer stuff in Ireland, which is a has a. It's a growing a, scene again, there. Growing, but you know, hard to find some information about it. And, um, you know, they were like, well, we don't know where else you can find it. Like, we're not in that many places. We were at more. Now we're at less. So we wanted to find this McGargles IPA again, and we never did. No, we they couldn't. even sent me a list of all the places that they had yeah. stuff, and it was nowhere we were going. Um, so, but if you get a chance, if you're in Ireland, look for McGargles, <laughs> tweet them. They're really responsive. McGargles um, IPA was just, it was great. It was good. I forgot about that. <laughs> nice. My number 10 is 33 Acres in Vancouver, Canada. Okay, so that's on my list too. All right, so we'll wait to talk about it. Yeah, I mean... Roll, roll to your number nine. Okay, we'll my number that. nine. My number nine is a brewery that I did not drink at because I was pregnant, but I liked the atmosphere and the vibe and the experience. It was really fun, and that is Great Rhythm in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. We were there. It was Trav, me, and my sister, Julie, on our vacation up to New Hampshire when we went to Winnipesaukee and then we drove to Maine to go to the beach for two nights and we stopped there. It's a beautiful brewery. It's right by the river. So, you know, it's a beautiful summer day. We sat in a seat where like the windows, it's kind of like those garage door windows that they just kind of completely open. I love that everyone's doing that nowadays. It, it was just so much fun. You know, I, I, I don't think the beer is like the best beer ever. I mean, you didn't love it. You liked it. It was a bunch of hazies. Yeah. And I was really, I thought they would be incredible. They were just they were just good, like above average. They were good. Yeah. It was a cool it's, spot, but it's a none cool of them spot. blew me away. And the beer is good beer. It's not like you'll go and be disappointed. But Trav has a very, both of us now have very high standards when it comes to these hazies. And Great Rhythm, I think, is definitely worth a, a stop. And for, sure. for most people, I think that they would really love the beer. Yeah, I liked the beer a decent amount. And they had like four or five on, which was great. They are only at that point, I don't know if this is still the case for them because we went, you know, maybe six months ago. They were only allowed to give you samples. You, they couldn't do full pours. You know, each state in the U.S. has different these weird laws rules and stuff. So they were only allowed to give you samples. What I loved about Great Rhythm is that you could get 
three four-ounce samples or something like that. And the four-ounce sample that the guys gave us were full glasses, like were full 10-ounce glasses of beer. Yeah. Like There was maybe like a lip that was left. He's like, oh, here's your sample. So essentially, he's just giving it's, us free beer. And they beer. were cool. They were very cool there. And it's a beautiful building, a cool vibe. And I did buy a coffee cup because I was like, if I can't drink the beer, then, you know, I'm going to have a coffee cup that's the... I can drink my coffee out of. So yeah, Great Rhythm, definitely worth the stop at that spot. Cool. And I think they're that type of brewery that is only going to get better and better and better. Um, So if you like those hazies, definitely definitely go there. I do want to say I just looked on my untapped. So if you're not on untapped, great app for remembering and rating beer because you kind of forget the name. So the McGargles IPA was uh, was known as the Francis Big Bangin' IPA. <laughs> so McGargles what? Francis Big Bangin' IPA. That That's was the, what it used to be called. The, the full name of the it. The full name. Um, my number nine, also in Vancouver. So I went... 10 was 33 acres, which we'll get to because it's higher on your list. Number nine was a place called Coast Mountain in Whistler. So outside of Vancouver. What I loved about this brewery, so I think 33 acres beer was a little better. Coast Mountain, guys, I went to 21 breweries in 23 days in Vancouver. 21 different ones. So these were my breweries you went to. Yeah, these were my top two in Vancouver, 33 acres and Coast Mountain. And I, it was cool because we're coming back from Whistler. Heather Heather wasn't feeling well. You know, she wasn't drinking because she was pregnant. So we just stopped and I went in myself, tiny little place, really small, packed. And I just got a flight of four or five different beers. They had a good hazy IPA. They had a good sour on. Those are, you know, my two favorite types of beers. Um, they had a, a good regular IPA as well. So it was just a cool, like it was nice. It was small and unique and a hidden gem in the way that I wasn't expecting much out of it because I didn't know anything about it. I just knew it was there. I'm like, let's stop. And uh, I also have a really cool hat from there that I rock all the time. So yeah, you love Coast that Mountain. Hat. I I still though. What is a Coast Mountain? I Trav kept saying he's like, I don't understand really the name. I, Shouldn't it be like Coastal Mountain? Like yeah, just like coastal, Coast Mountain? <laughs> yeah, like Coastal Mountain Brewery or mountains on the coast which would be a dumb name too but a coast <laughs> mountain isn't a thing yeah, i don't think. i guess um it is i apparently it is coast <laughs> mountain they have a cool hat the name right. i'm still stumped on but they have a cool hat all right so my number eight is that what we're on number eight the salt house and the oslo bar both in galway ireland this is are weird they, are they, is this your number eight how does this happen this is so when this happens how does this my number eight is the salt house in galway (laughs) okay well i just put the two together the salt house and the oslo bar i mean because they're both run by the same they're both owned by galway bay brewing company okay but the salt house in galway so the oslo bar is kind of a huge big sports bar which is cool yeah i guess i couldn't remember which one was which that's the big sports bar which is neat especially if you're in Europe, it's different. You don't have these massive sports bars mm-hmm. like we typically have in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that that's neat yep. that they have this this crazy big sports bar. I love the Salt House. Where it was it's this, intimate. Yeah. Tiny yeah. little beer bar mm-hmm. in Galway that was packed. It we, was so fun this night. Yeah. We got a seat because we got there early. They brought in a live band. We just talked to everyone. They had so many unique European craft beers and they had a few US craft beers as well stuff that I had never heard of and it was pretty expensive because they're bringing I mean we might talk like $10 for some of these beers but just some really 
cool, unique people, awesome vibe. They know their beer. They had good beer. Yeah, we actually yeah. made friends with the couple sitting next to us because we were there for so long and they were playing this game called Shut the Box, which is like a really fun game you could bring to a bar. And, you know, after like two hours of them sitting at the table next to us, we were kind of like, what is this game? We started chatting. We played the game with them. We had the live music. We had the beer. It was like a rainy, chilly night where you just didn't want to be outside, but you're just in this cozy pub. It was so much fun. It was really, really great time. And the one lady we met was the wife of the main brewer. She was from America, but they brought him over and he was the main brewer at Galway Bay Brewing. Just, yeah. It's just you fun set the when scene you meet when it's misty and dark and, yeah. and you're on the coast and yet you're in this tiny cramped lively pub with great but the the difference was you're not in the uh, typical Irish pub which is also fun with you know oh I'm going to pour a Guinness or mm-hmm. you know well, and anything actually, like that they had great beer. I just want to kind of throw this in there. We went to one of those pubs in Galway. That one that had all yeah. those little nooks in it. Is that on your list? Because it's I not, totally I forgot about it. I can never pronounce it. But, but that they have was this, super fun too. Yeah. Ireland is an awesome country. They have I the just, snugs or whatever. They're these little booths that are hidden. That, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. very cool. Um, we love Ireland. So my number eight was the Salt House in Galway <laughs> as well. <laughs> so funny. If your number seven is the same as mine, I'm going to start thinking you looked at my No, list. but I, I don't know if it will be. It's number seven, second district. Brewing in Philly. No, I don't have this on my list, but I'm glad you do because I love this place. This is a great brewery. And, you know, even if I had been to more breweries and was able to drink at them, I still feel like it would be on there because we went for the first time just a couple of weeks ago. And then we went a second time, like two weeks ago, when our friends Courtney and Kalen were in town. And both times were delicious. Well, you went for the first time a couple weeks ago. I had, yeah, you'd been I had before. You'd been before. Um, but I went and I was able to drink because we'd had wit already. And the beer is really good. They have a couple, you know, the, the hazy IPAs that we like. And the food is also really good. And the decor inside is really cool. It's kind it's of like... It's an old machine shop. It's an old machine shop, but it has kind of like vintage, cool decor in there. It's an old machine shop in South Philly. Uh And if you're not from Philly, you don't really understand why South Philly is. But South Philly just has weird (laughs) stuff everywhere. A lot of character. A lot of character. So they (laughs) turned this old machine shop into a brewery. The owner we sat with the Mm -hmm. one day because we were the only people in there. He was really nice. Yeah, it's just they make good beer. It's my favorite brewery in Philly. Their beer is above average, not on the level of some of the best beers in the world that, that we've been thankful enough to get in the last year because I'll trade beer and we'll go searching for it. But certainly very good. Cool, as Heather mentioned, cool yeah, vibe, cool nice vibe, people, great place, good food. Good food. I love So the if food you're coming there. to Philly and you're looking for a, a fun brewery, um, second district, and they're open 11 a.m. at least. <laughs> They're open 11 a.m. to like midnight every day. So a lot of small breweries are open maybe 4 p.m. Yeah, or to, not every day. Right. So they these people yeah, are. And open. I actually asked them. I'm like, it's kind of cool you're open all the time. He goes, yeah, some days I think it's cool. And some days I'm like, why am I open? But we had a great time. So second district. My number seven, staying in the Philly area. This is one of my... I will be doing a favorite breweries episode soon. Again. Um, I didn't. I haven't done one since we really got on the craft beer kick in the last two years. But this spoiler alert will be right at the top, and this is Hidden River Brewing Company, which is okay. That's also about, on my list. About but... twenty minutes from us, where we live outside of the city of Philadelphia. So if you're in Philly, it's it's a good hour away. 
we'll get to it when it comes up on Heather's list. This place it's is awesome. the hidden of hiddenest gems. Like even though I've been there maybe ten times, I still can never figure out where their driveway is. <laughs> it's awesome. So if you come out this way, you got to find Hidden Make River. Make the trek. Right now River. they're only open Thursday through Sunday in the evenings, but. We'll get to why it's so awesome when we get to others. But that's my number seven. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to gush about it when it's further up on my list. But for now, my number six is another spot in Barcelona. Not sure if this made your list, but it's Chuvios. No, it did not make my list. And you know, but it was on our best meals podcast. It was on our best meals podcast. And, you know, again, I didn't go to as many breweries as Trav, but I still like this experience. And I thought that the beer was really good. It is a brewery, but it's also They have about five beers. Yeah, you know, it's a small brewery. Their food was amazing. Obviously, it made our best meals. And I just, I don't know. I liked it. We found it like the first day we were in Barcelona. Just a really cool experience. We went back again. It feels like our spot. Yeah, kind of. And it's so mellow uh-huh. and chill. And the beer's fine. It's And the food is great that you're like, this is just a nice little neighborhood uh-huh. spot. And they had really cool artwork on the wall. So it just, you know, I love places that have a cool interior because some breweries, you know, like, for example, Hidden River, which you just mentioned, it's not, I mean, it's in a cool building, but the decor inside isn't like my favorite. You we'll know what I mean? We'll get to Hidden All River. Right. We'll get to Hidden River. Anyway, Chuvio's cool spot. You're cool. number six. My number six, I nerd out on hidden gems. I've, you've heard me talk about it on this podcast. I talk about it on all the podcasts. And that's because I like, I love great beer. So I love getting your tree houses, which if, if anyone's a fan of beer, if you're listening and you're a bit of a beer nerd, you've heard of Treehouse. You've heard of Trillium. You've heard of Tired Hands in Philly. You hear of these, you know, these big names when it comes to craft beer. So it's hard to go and be impressed with a place, Heth, that isn't one of these because when you get they're they're known for a reason. It's because their beer is so incredible. Right. So a lot of times we go to breweries and we're like, this is cool, but we have these amazing beers in our fridge back home that we like the beer more. At this place that I'm gonna mention, my number six, totally unexpected, small. In this tiny town of Dover, New Hampshire. Oh my goodness. This place called Garrison <laughs> City Brewers. You love this place. We stopped at this place on our way to Maine when Heather was mentioning um, when we went to Great Rhythm in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. This was before that. And I just said, hey, I saw this brewery here. I know nothing about Garrison City. I'm not even going to look it up. You know, because sometimes research can kill it. Like if you look it up and it gets you have not high, as high ratings, whatever. Or lo- whatever. Went to Garrison City. The girls, Heather and her sister, went to go get coffee. I sat in this little place, tiny little brewery again, and I had one of the best hazy IPAs I've ever I had. I am so jealous. As good, <laughs> as good as the best ones in the world that I've had when it comes to Treehouse and Trillium and Monkish and Tired Hands and these ones that people are yeah. beer nerds, like I said, no. Garrison City Brewers has a beer called Daybreak. Sweet, but not too sweet. Just an incredible, You're just incredible. gushing over there. I love Listen, it. I got a few cans. We have to go back. We have to go back. I got a few cans that then my sister-in-law took back with her to because we were going to Europe from there. And her boyfriend drank all but one. And I had one left. And I thought, man, this was like five months old when I finally got it. And there was one left. I thought, was I just hyping this up? Is this going to be as good as I remember? I cracked it open a couple weeks ago. No, it must have been much longer because I didn't get to taste it. Okay, well then a so month before or two. I had wit must have been. No, it was a no, it was in November. 
Anyway, I don't know why you didn't get to have it. Maybe what? I'm sorry. What? Uh, anyway, I cracked it open and it was incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're holding out on me. It was it was fantastic. So Daybreak. Well, good the, for you, the Trap. Daybreak IPA in Garrison City. But all their beers, I had a peanut butter and jelly stout. Just a neat place. They have about six or seven on. And to me, what I love is that it, it holds its own beer-wise against some of those big names, but no one knows about it. And that's cool to me. Um, so if you're a beer nerd, make the, make the trek. Garrison City Brew Works just loved it. All right. Good. I'll get you this. Don't. I'll, I'll drive Jeez. right now. Yeah, I'll you drive should. The seven After hours you up. crack open a beer that, and I'm allowed to drink and you don't share it with me, what in the world? My number five is... 33 Acres in Vancouver, BC. Now, this is because I have actually been to 33 Acres on previous trips when I wasn't pregnant. Loved it then, so I assume I would still love it. It's also great atmosphere, always busy, has good food, has just good beer. I mean, they don't do really the hazy IPAs that we like. They had one good one on. Did they? And and the West Coast breweries are starting to do the hazy New England yeah. style IPAs now yeah. because everyone loves them. I mean, how can you not? Yeah, how can Juicy, you not? It's like drinking juice. Awesome. But th- all the beer that they do make, whether it's a hazy IPA or a regular IPA or a Saison, or whatever they do is just really good. They make good beer. So I love that brewery. It's one of my favorites in the world. Definitely my favorite in Vancouver, B.C., but I, was, I know you went to 21 breweries while I, we were 21 there. 21 or so. 19. It was either 19 and 21 days or 21 and 23 days. I can't exactly remember. We talk, we'll talk about, we're going to be doing, someone asked us this on Facebook. We are going to be doing a Vancouver Destination Diary episode, which will obviously be very beer heavy as well. <laughs> so we'll talk about it on there. We'll be getting that out to you guys soon. Um, I was a little nervous because Heather and our friend Courtney love 33 Acres so much. And they talked it yeah, up. Yeah, it's up, Courtney's it favorite. And I thought, okay, well, I don't know. I, you know, because they've talked up and said this is their favorite brewery in Vancouver, I'm going to all these other ones and there's so many new ones coming out. I thought there's probably going to be no way that this ends up as my number one brewery in Vancouver. It's just not going to happen. And it did. It was my wow. favorite beer in Vancouver was from 33 Acres. And uh, so it was my number 10 on this list, but number one in Vancouver. It was, yeah, it's great. They do very, very good beer. It's packed, so sometimes you actually have to wait outside to get in, which is a bit of a pain, I guess, if you were someone who has to wait outside. We didn't. So the fact that it held its own and was the best brewery that I was at in Vancouver, after having those high expectations, that says it all. So 33 Acres, your number five. My number five, staying out on the Pacific Northwest, is Great Notion in Portland, Oregon. Is this coming up on your list? No, too? actually, I forgot about it, oh, okay. and I didn't get to drink the beer there. But I imagine I would love it, so that's why I didn't have Great it on my Notion list. Notion was something that I made a pilgrimage to, so I had one of their collaborations at another brewery that's going to be coming up in just a little bit when I was in San Diego, and they had collaborated with this brewery called Great Notion in Portland, which I never heard of, and I knew I was going out to Portland, and I thought, all right, sweet. I can't wait to go there. Then my buddy Heath was like, I go there all the time. It is an incredible brewery. It's <laughs> going to be your favorite one in the US. And it basically is. So they make, again, a bunch of hazy IPAs. Cool story behind it. You'll appreciate this if you're a beer nerd. Just indulge me, Heath. I, she's heard this a thousand times. But everyone in Portland was saying the New England IPA, the hazy IPA is not going to fly out here. That's just not everybody wants. Everybody Everyone loves the West, wants Coast, the West IPAs. Coast. They want that hop forward stuff. It's not going to fly. These two guys that started Great Notion, Philly boys from Philadelphia, from, outside of Philadelphia. I don't know them, but 
represent Great Notion. Uh, I, we, we, we'll meet at some point. They're, they come from Philly. They have been trading for all these New England-style IPAs from the Trilliums and Treehouses and stuff back in the, on the East Coast. They brought them out there. People liked them. They're like, we're going to start a brewery out here. We're gonna, this is what we're going to specialize in. People said it's not going to work. And now they've gotten written up as, as like the Portland uh, Magazine said. They were like, they have literally turned the craft beer scene of an entire region on its head because they're doing these hazies and people are going crazy for them. So they do a great hazy. They have phenomenal food, cool vibe. They, yeah. they great notion does everything stuff. right. They do everything right. And I love their beer and um, they're right across the street from salt and straw. So <laughs> literally the beer best, bang bang, beer, ice cream, bang, the bang. beer, ice cream, bang, bang. You, there's no better beer, ice cream, bang, bang than great notion and salt and straw so they're number five i mean when you get to this list I'm, you're going to see why some of these experiences were might be a little better but when it gets to this high like the breweries are all on par with each other absolutely it's just that i knew great notion was going to be awesome coming in so the fact that it was awesome it's at five but get to great notion they're incredible so my number four is Treehouse Brewery in Mass, which I feel a little deflated about because it wasn't even on your list. It was an honorable mention, but it's great beer. I mean, we got Treehouse is incredible. How many beers do we get from them? I like mean, twenty four a case. And the Bright with Citra is just like a solid beer. You could just drink it. I've had quite a few of them. You know, since having Wit, we how old was Wit when we went to Treehouse? I mean, literally three weeks old. No, less. Less. Two weeks old. So. His first brewery. Was it his first? No, I, Tired Hands was. Oh, okay. Obviously. Yeah, he went there at four days old. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So uh, Treehouse Brewery. I mean, Trav talks about it a lot, so we don't need to dwell on it. I thought it was excellent. It's my number four. It is excellent. It's just the fact that right now they don't have a tasting room where you can sit yeah, and get the ex- flights. The experience. Yes. The experience right. isn't isn't the, fantastic. The beer is, is I'm not going to say second to none because there's a few places that are coming up that I like their beer a little more than Treehouse. But listen, when you're the top rated brewery in the U.S. for beer, there's a reason. Your beer is incredible. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait till they have a tap room where you can go and hang out yes, and sit that's true. and try all that's the beers. True. And maybe they have all their beers on draft because yep. there's some of their beers that they only can that I've never had on draft that I'm like, all right, I know Julius is awesome. I want to have it on draft. Yeah. So, Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. My number four is... I keep throwing this term out, but this is like <laughs> the most hidden gem of any one of oh these. Oh my gosh. Because A, they're not even open with any consistent schedule. They are in a barn in the middle of nowhere, New Jersey, and their oh. beers are served at the restaurant okay. that sits in front of the barn. So you can get them on tap there, but this guy is just a single guy. He just had his one year anniversary. I mean, I don't know if he's single, but he is the only one brewer. One brewer. <laughs> and he they just had their one year anniversary. It's called Troon T R O O N Brewing in New Jersey. He just brews I went one time. And yeah, I, the morning of our baby shower. <laughs> that's right. I I unfortunately was on my way back from a funeral and I had heard about this brewing company and you know through like the grapevine of nerdy beer people and i thought i think this is somewhere on the way so what i did was i looked it up it was actually on the road that i was driving on they opened at 11 and they had cans which they don't always have so i'm like i'm stopping in i stopped in i got some cans i had a flight of five of their beers all were 
incredibly good. And but again, this he's sometimes open, sometimes not. You can usually find his um his beer at the restaurant in front of it, which I think is called the Brick Farmhouse or something like that. Brick Farm Brick Farm Tavern in New Jersey, in Hopewell, New Jersey. And uh it's just it's so magical wow. because eventually yeah. he's probably gonna have a big facility and he's gonna be pumping out incredible beer and, and you'll be able to get it much more readily and it'll be much more readily available. But the fact that you can't makes it even more unique. So Troom Brewing, incredible beer. And yeah, I guess we have to get there so that I can try that. That's right. It's an hour and a half away, so we'll get there. Yeah. My number three is Hidden River. Love right it. down the road, right down the road. This brewery, it's just so good. Their beer, they do a lot of different beers. It's always different. It's always experimental. They never have the same beer on, do they? They used to, at, they used to up until a month or a couple months ago they they're almost 3 years old now or they two and a half years old they never redid the same beer cuz they have such a small barrel system they never remade the same beers they just always made new stuff now they're starting to bring back some favorites but they have i mean it is a tiny place and they have always at least 12 to 15 beers on and they will change every weekend so what's cool is you can go and have this weekend and have a bunch of good beers and go next weekend and have a bunch of have good a bunch of new new beers. beers. So yeah, this beer was the first beer I had after having Whitaker because we had gone to this brewery like the week before Wit was born, and I did have a sip of one of Trav's beer, and I was like, "This beer seems delicious," and so he bought me a can of it, like a what a are crowler, the, a, a crowler, a big can growler, thirty two ounce, thirty two ounce can, can, yeah. It's called a crowler. And so we he he bought that for me and we had it in the fridge and then it was born like a week later. So that was my first beer that I had and it was delicious. Hidden River, it's in a lodge from the seventeen hundreds. My gosh, it's haunted for sure. For sure. When we first got there, the first time we went, they had only been open for three months. No one really knew about it. I was on this beer app and I said, What is this place? Hidden River? I, how can this be close? I've never heard of it. Well, because it was tiny and it had just opened up. We went, we were in this little part of the old lodge where maybe two, now like three tables, four tables and a little bar. That was the only part of the lodge that they had at that point. Now they've expanded out. We, Heather and I sat there, got these beers that we were like, this is a cool spot. Yeah. The beers weren't as good when we first went. No, definitely not. Okay. They were good. But but it was a cool spot and the only other people there were like cops from this town, two cops sitting there (laughs) and us and the, the guy who's the brewer and the you know the guy yeah. running it now and three years later it has blown up and blown they up. do again mostly hazies but uh, experimental stuff with some they don't do as many sours but different yeast strains and all this kind of stuff anyway it is their beer is so good it's just delicious they have good food and yep, they farm have a great to table out- type of food local source locally it's cool great outdoor deck they do everything right and they're close to us and they're not well known, but they are. It's again one of those that you think in two years everyone's going to know this name. And I'm glad that we are some of the first people to ever get there. My number three, speaking of things that are getting very big now, is a brewery hmm. that if you're a beer nerd, you've probably heard of. This is called Other Half in Brooklyn. What? And this is only your number three. I thought for sure it was going to be your number one because you said to me the other day, "This is the best brewery I've ever been it to." Had, yeah, it has. It is. But we're talking about bre- we're talking about experiences, experiences so it's a little okay, different. Okay. Other half is the only brewery I've been to that is better than Hidden River, Troon, and also better than Great Notion, which we were talking about. Mm-hmm. 
those are incredible breweries. Other half takes it to another level. Twenty I am beers. So curious about your two and one. Twenty beers on tap. Fifteen hazy IPAs, all with different hop and and mixtures, and some with lactose, mm-hmm. and some double dry hopped, and mm-hmm. dude, and every one we had was very Amazing. good. It's and my the, number two. So okay, so we'll just roll into yeah. your number two. The first two that we got were legitimate five out of five. So we do not give five out of five on Untapped like some of our friends give it out for every everything. Beer. I give out a five. We if use I sit discretion, there and I say this is the best. This is as good as yeah. it gets. So so good, and we just this this brewery just barely made it in because we were there like the day before New Year's. New Year's, so it yeah. just made it in at the squeaked <laughs> in in twenty seventeen. Cool vibe, little hard to get to out in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, it's a hike. We walked there, believe it or not. Yeah, this was a bit much. with Wit and our friends Courtney and Halem, yeah, and in ten degree weather, yeah, it was so freezing. All told, I mean, we made stops in between, but it was probably about a two-hour walk. It would take you about an hour and a half if you were walking from Manhattan. Um, But worth it. I like the vibe. The people are nice, but the beer is what sets it apart. Absolutely. And they can some of their stuff, and people line up in lines just like we do at Tired Hands and stuff. So it's got the whole... It's got that cash or whatever, like, with beer nerds. Mm -hmm. Like, you know that it's good because of that. But if you have a chance to go... And get their stuff on tap. Every beer was just absolutely fantastic. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. So other half in Brooklyn, I can't wait to go back. Yeah. A beer drinker's nirvana. Crazy. So what in the heck is your number, was your number two? two right? That was my number two. Right, so, so my so number, what's your two, number two. And this comes down again to the experience. Modern Times in San so Diego. I didn't go. Heather didn't go. Neil, our buddy Neil, took us out there. And I would have liked to have more of their beer because we only went for a little bit, but the neatest design of a tasting room I've ever been to. Oh, just seriously. Just cool, and it's hard to describe. Go to their tasting room. It's just a really neat spot. Their beer, I had their collaboration with Great Notion. That's when I first heard about Great Notion. It was a five, um, and they have some sours there. So their beers are just below other half, but the I just like the experience was yeah, better. Yeah, it was San Diego right. and it was like warm out. So the experience itself, and I didn't know it was going to be that great. Other half, I thought this place is going to be incredible because everyone says it. Modern Times just kind of coming into its own when we went and now they're growing by leaps yeah. and bounds. Now you can actually get Modern Times beer on the East Coast for the first time because I talked to the rep, right? You know, I was at Philly Beer Week and the Modern Times rep was there. He's like, yeah, we're expanding. You can get it on the East Coast. Right as our buddy Neil had sent me a case of beer yeah. of Modern Times because I couldn't get it here, he actually sent me a bunch of beer. And the day it arrived in the mail, I actually found out from the rep that they were going to start bringing it to the East Coast. Neil, you still got me hard to get beers that I can't get here, but you can get some Modern Times on well, the East Coast. It looks like we were booking a trip to San Diego. That's right. And apparently, we're also booking a trip to Troon in New Jersey, but that's easy. We could <laughs> Just drive, drive there. there. <laughs> and we're going to Garrison City in New Hampshire. Oh, so we got man. We got a lot to do this year. Your number one drum roll, please, Chris. It is. Tired Hands in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. And I know that Trav sometimes likes to talk smack on Tired Hands. And in fact, you used to not like it that much. I have always been a fan of Tired Hands, even in previous years. Now, I feel like they've really come into their own because they just have amazing beers. They developed the Milkshake IPA, which is 
super weird but awesome. And people like line up for hours to get their beer, including us. And luckily, my cousin loves it as much, if not more, than us. So she'll usually line up and we'll be like, yeah, we can't come today. Can you get us beers though? And yeah. Thanks, Meg. Not only is it amazing beer, they have two locations the Fermentaria and then like a cafe style one. And the food is incredible at both locations. Incredible. The beer is just to die for. I mean, last night I had a sip of a pineapple milkshake and I thought I died and went to heaven. It is by far my favorite brewery. I cannot like I, I think about you it can enough. tell with how adamant she's being and enunciating <laughs> her words so much. Her face is she's just in love. I just with love tiredness. beer. You go nine months without something and I feel like it really like jazzes you up even more. I mean, although you're pretty excited about T- beer. Tired Hands was my honorable mention. Only <laughs> Which I just can't but that really like threw me for a loop. An they have, honorable mention? They, I used to hate them on them because they're a bit snobby. And here I am talking like you've just listened to 45 minutes of me being a yeah, beer You're snob. obnoxious is but what you are. I didn't like them because you're snobby. And that was before I was beer snobby. And the, I, their beer is incredible. The vibe is okay. Sometimes people come. I don't know. Sometimes it, I don't know. So. He just hates on it because it's so popular. Sometimes you have to wait for a table for like 45 well, minutes. And because we, we can go all the time that it, it it's not as unique to me as some of these other ones but if you were let's say you lived near other half and you came with tired hands once it might be the same experience as i us. don't know i feel like the proximity makes it even higher for me because i can go anytime i want well, to there you that's go. why it's number one okay. i can get the best beer we i've ever go had after recording this podcast I think that we should <laughs> uh, maybe we should have recorded this podcast from tired hands but then they would have heard me call them snobby maybe yeah they would kick me out. Or maybe they'd be like no you're right that's fine i don't know um, <laughs> anyway my number one is tired hands and i am very interested to see what your number one number is because i thought for sure it would be other half my number one beer experience and this wasn't a brewery this was an experience when i okay. say it, you're gonna be like yeah that's true barcelona there was a beer uh, yeah. bar. Heather was sick. So I, I was, was just sick. I wasn't even pregnant, but I had the stomach flu. It's such a bummer. Heather had the stomach flu, and I was just gonna walk around Barcelona. At, it was just like our second night there. And I had mapped out some places that had breweries and all, and, and I had heard about this place called Beer Cab, which was like a craft beer bar. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll try to find it. I don't know. And I was just walking down the street, and all of a sudden there it was. So I walk in, or it wasn't at night, it was at it was at 3 p.m. It was at 3 p.m. And I walk in, and I'm sitting, and I get a bo- I get a beer, and I saw the tap menu. I'm like, oh, I got some like Austrian IPA. I don't know. It was okay. And I look up to the bar, and there's a guy sitting there, and he has a Heady Topper can. And if you don't know what Heady Topper is, it was like the the white whale of craft beer for a long time. Uh, probably the most famous and well known, hard to get IPA, and it started the hazy IPA movement. Although now people are like, it's not hazy enough, which is funny. Right? <laughs> I think that's um, true. <laughs> so, yeah, right. But Hetty Topper was like, this is the highest ranked beer for years. By The Alchemist. Yes, by The Alchemist in Vermont. So I look and I'm like, how does that guy have a Hetty Topper beer can in Barcelona? I have been to their brewery and they co- I could Couldn't not get, get their the cans, cans because it was sold so out. So I go up to him and I start speaking in broken Spanish. Luckily, he spoke some English. And I'm like, dude, where, like, what, how do you have this? Why are you sitting here with a Hetty Topper can? And he points to a beer fridge behind me that I walked by when I came in but hadn't seen. And I look, 
And in this beer fridge, it would have been like if you're watching a sitcom and it's like, oh, <laughs> like it's the, like rays of light are coming out. I look, they have Heady Topper. They have Lawson Sips of Sunshine, which is my, one of my favorite beers of all time. They have a bunch of Trillium. They have Treehouse. They have like basically the seven or eight hardest to get breweries in the U.S. Breweries that I had been, I've been to Treehouse and not be able, been able to get cans. I had been to Alchemist, not been able to get cans. They had him in this beer fridge. I'm just like, <laughs> like am I in a dream? I, I, Is this an alternate universe? I didn't understand. So I asked the guy, like, what, how is this possible? Like, this is insane. And he goes, You are so excited one, right because now. Because this is one of those travel experiences <laughs> that you can never recreate. He goes, One day a year, this guy is known who owns this beer cab in Barcelona as one of the heads of craft beer in Europe is like as far as getting good craft beers. He just has been doing it for a while, so he has connections in the US. And he goes, one day a year, he gets all the cans that he's that he's got over that he's worked hard to get and he starts selling these off. And this is that day. And I'm like, what? I just and he said, yep, this is that day. It happens. You are one of the luckiest persons in the world. And people always say this about you, that you're just incredibly lucky. I mean, how do you stumble I, upon I a bar know. on the one day ever that he, all he these famous said, he's like, cans People are, are coming from all over Europe to get these beers. Like, check out this Instagram. People are like, can't wait to get the beer. I'm like, what? It was 3 p.m. Most people weren't off work yet. So me and this guy and, and the owner of the bar who was there, who then I was chatting with, I'm like... I don't even care what this stuff costs. So we're getting beers. You know, it's like $10 a beer, which isn't, you know, it's expensive. But you're in Barcelona, so I had to get imported. This guy had to work really hard. He had about three or four or five cans of each one of these. So we got to have whatever we wanted. So me and this guy, I'm like, do you want to like share beers? Like we'll buy one and we'll, so we can have as many as, you know, we can try different ones. He's like, of course. Then another guy joined us. So here I am sitting with these three guys in, in Barcelona sharing the best beers in the world. This I had is, it's crazy. One, I had one of the few fives that I've ever had in my life, Trillium, Cutting Tile, Citra, which I haven't been able to get since. Um, we just tried maybe six or seven different, incredibly hard to get beers. I'd had Hetty Topper before, but they, those guys, you know, that was the one that they all started with because that's the one they heard about the most. And then I said, if you like Hetty, try Lost in Sips of Sunshine. It's better. We tried that. They all agreed it was better. And everyone loved Trillium Cutting Tiles the most. So it was just this cool, awesome experience that I stumbled into and had beers that I couldn't even get here in the US um, in this random beer bar in Barcelona. And then I was talking like the brewers of all the heads <laughs> of the breweries in Barcelona because everyone came. It was like every nerd, beer nerd in Barcelona was there, plus people from all over Europe. And I got a two-hour head start on all of them because I got stumbled upon it at 3 p.m. and everyone didn't get there till 5 p.m. So that was my number one lucky, beer lucky experience man. of 2017. That's it just amazing. could not be replicated. Awesome. I don't think we have to do a beer podcast now because we've basically just done it. Yeah, I do <laughs> want to do a top breweries because I said once I go to over 100 breweries mm-hmm. in the US, I want to do a top 10 or 15 because yeah. then I've been to a substantial amount. For and I'm sure. at about 115 breweries in the Woo! US right now. That's not even that's yeah, that's not even counting Canadian ones. I mean, that's not counting all the Vancouver ones. That's so, crazy. Um, that's crazy. I put my time in. So we do got a brewery. Hashtag, do a brewery. Uh, Obsession. Yeah. So if you guys are listening, you like beer, um, tweet us. What are some <laughs> of your favorite breweries? What are some of your favorite beers? If you have a good, if you're listening and you have awesome beers, you're like, hey, Trav and Heth, you got to try this one. This is hard to get. We live in whatever, Minneapolis, and you're never going to be able to get it. Uh, we'll make us. a trek. 
No, well, I was going to say... We'll travel for beer. I was going to say, feel free to send it to us oh, as well. or that. Tweet or that. us. We'll uh, tr- use FedEx, because if you use the U.S. Postal Service, apparently that's like illegal or yeah, something. Yeah, I learned that. Uh, you got to use FedEx. But um, we'll trade you some good beers. We'll get you some tired hands here. Uh, if Hidden River ever starts canning, we'll get you some Hidden River. Let us know. If you have good beers that you want us to try, tweet us at Pack of Peanuts. Um, we'll definitely work with you. We'll get you some good beers from here. Always fun to trade beers and, and get some hard to get stuff from other parts of the country. Um, thank you guys for this. I mean, uh, I, I hope you enjoyed this of podcast. Course. If you like it, that's why we split the beer one out. Yeah, because we it's knew- a good thing that we did because if, if you don't like beer, you probably wouldn't enjoy listening to us gush about all these breweries. And if you didn't like beer, but you loved listening to it because you're just like, hey, they're funny experiences and whatever, like kind of, I enjoy listening to you talk about coffee, even though I don't like coffee. So, Fair enough. Um, that's cool too. Again, tweet, let us know. What are some of your favorite beers? Let us know if you listen to a whole beer podcast, but you don't even really like beer or drink beer. That'd be funny. Let us know that as well. <laughs> At Pack of Peanuts. Don't forget, this is um, just part, what was it? Part six of our year in review. We're going to be rolling into part seven. That'll be coming out next week. Part seven is going to be our top travel experiences of 2017. So we're getting back to general travel. And then part eight is going to be our 2018 travel wish list, as well as stuff that you could already download that's already out. Our favorite desserts, that was a whole episode. Our favorite wine and coffee, you did that episode. Hath, you kind of ran that episode. That was fun. Our travel stats, an episode. Our travel superlatives and our best meals. All that Woo! stuff you could get right now on extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows. You could also get that on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Overcast, however you listen to this podcast. And don't forget, we talked a lot and we threw a lot of names and stuff out there. We're going to link all this up. We're going to take the time, or maybe Tiff will take the time, to link all this up in the show notes. So you can get that extra slash shows. You can find all the places that we mentioned here as well. There you have it. A lot of beer talk. A Fun lot beer of talk. beer. Heather's beer got a smile so on her good. face. We're not even drinking a beer during our I beer I know, podcast. and now it's 1 p.m. I mean, we started recording earlier this morning with coffee, but now I think we should be cracking open a beer. We I can't should've. believe we didn't have one for this podcast. I, what were r- we thinking? Rookie mistake. We'll make up for it, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you're traveling, don't forget Tortuga Backpacks. Use the promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capitals. That'll get you 10% off your entire order. And again, please, we're getting a lot more Twitter action since I've been kind of hyping it up. Like, guys, tweet us, tweet us, tweet us. And giving you something it's to tweet. It's fun to hear from everyone. Yeah, it's fun to hear. So the question this time is, what's the best beers you had in 2017? And what are beers that we should try? And if you're not a beer drinker and you listen to the whole podcast, tweet us and let us know. Because we got to <laughs> give you some love. That's pretty awesome. Thank you guys for all the support, as always. And uh, until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris.